Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Evolution. It's Wednesday and it's the football show, a show about football, FIFA, Italians, yellow, cardigans, and swag. Yes. It's just me and Theo Mojo. Yes. In the Can you believe it? Just us two. It's just together. me and Theo Mojo alone together Woo. in the studio. It's this going, is going to be, to be interesting. Be a <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Um, should we get into introductions, Theo? I think so. Let's hear it. Let's hear mine. Her name <laughs> is Nandi Chabalala. Some say. Her yellowness was what God used to make the color of yolk in eggs. She is only known as the godmother of what? What is that? What, what is that? What of, of uh, um, what is that? It was. It? What is that comment? Um, that? I am. Hold on, I'll remember it. The Keep antichrist away. of 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 dark skin <laughs> chicks or something. <laughs> something ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, is that it? It's Nandi Chabala. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank well, you there's only much. two of us, so I you can have. <laughs> it's a real party in here. It's a party up in this joint. Some say his cardigans are made from the purest Italian silk, and that his wealth contributes to feeding a small town in Brazil. <laughs> in Rustenburg. Rustenburg is a town. <laughs> there's a smaller town in Rustenburg. In studio, the only expert in studio today. Theo Mojo. Hey, Theo. 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 <laughs> You're an okay. expert as well. What are you talking about? I, I guess. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm the godmother. The godmother. I'm the godmother. Okay. okay, do we have any ground rules? Is there any rule that we need to talk about? Ground rules. Um, Does Branislav Ivanovic's big butt <laughs> hold? <laughs> something needs to be done. Yes. No, Does it hold the key? To all of life's disappointments. I think it might. Is it, does it, is it the encap- does it encapsulate just, someone what happens? Needs to, someone needs to do like c- conduct research. Yeah, we need a peer-reviewed study of why Branislav Ivanovic's gigantic uh, bottom Isn't is <laughs> just equals disappointment. And it, it has the season. It We've does. Seen it it right? really has. Yeah. Um, maybe the big butt is the problem. Maybe he's just getting too... I don't know. He needs Ooh, to do delicious. squats or is he doing too many squats? Maybe. Maybe he's doing too many squats. I need to do some of those squats that he's doing. Okay. Let's go into the <laughs> results. Need some results. Um, Premiership first. Yeah. We EPL first. Yeah. Let's do Liverpool and Aston Villa. 3-2 to Liverpool. Oh, Daniel Sturridge. I mean. D-Sturridge. As much as I hate these scarser rat Pieces of crap. Eating. <laughs> Racists. Exactly. Uh, these rubbish bin dumping, <laughs> diving, eating... Scarces, they played br- they brilliantly played, they, against they were good. Yeah. my my second love, Aston Villa. My second love is Everton. It's Why so weird. Everton? I don't know. I just as long as it's not Liverpool. No, oh, no, geez, no. Never that. Much. Never I mean, they played well. Daniel Sturridge comes mm. back again, a double. You know, he's been out for, what, six or seven months. He and hasn't played he, well. And he comes back and he scores completely. Like I mean, the second goal was the one he hit it outside the foot on mm. the 80-yard box. And he, you know, completely looks like he's been playing... Like this yeah, At the like top of his game injured. He's never been yeah, out It's like he was never out um, Where are Liverpool On the log right now? They are I think they're fifth They're fifth now okay. And they They don't They look like A 
team that looks like they're gelling somehow, but I, they it was only against Norwich. Yeah, so yeah. And it was I mean, and a flash in the Villa. pan. And yeah. Coutinho is back as well, which is a good thing. Mm. But I want to say Aston Villa. Aston Villa had what a game. Rudy Gested, this the tall man up front. He's like the Andy Carroll. I think he's from Belgium. Mm-hmm. He is completely, completely dominant in the air. And he went in there. He scored a, I've never, one of the best headers of the football <laughs> I've seen. It was a cross from Amavi from the left. Gested powered it into the back of the net wow. at Anfield. And it was, it was uh, 3-2. Not bad. Liverpool is actually ninth. Are they ninth? They're actually ninth. What? Are they that shit? Clearly, they're not gelling as well as we thought they were. And uh, I want to ask Liverpool fans out there. Liverpool fans, give us your thoughts. Does Rodgers deserve to be in this team? Does he, I mean, to to be leading the side out? Does he deserve to be in the helm of this once great club? After all these Once results, great, many, Once many great. years long ago, long time, long time ago. ago, long time ago. I think they haven't won a champ. They haven't won a champion, a championship since uh, 1990 or oh, something. Wow. Right? So we want it. So hard to be a, a Liverpool supporter. That's why they're so bitter. Yeah. That's why everything is like whenever you talk to them, it's like this vinegar Anger. running through their veins. They're just like so bitter. They just don't know, <laughs> they don't know what to do with themselves. Um, but tell us, do you do you want Rogers in Rogers out? What is it? Yeah, guys, you can tweet us at, at football show CC, football with the PH for philosophy. You can also hashtag the football show. You can also like our Facebook page, which is the football show. And you can chat to us on our WeChat ID, and that is Cliff Central. Ooh, follow okay. us on Periscope as well. Oh, yes, you can follow yeah, us on Periscope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Um, United and Sunderland. I mean, Oof. I mean, honestly. You know what? You know, what are we? What are we? What are we going you, to do with Martial? I don't know. I think it seems like everything he touches turns to gold. He's a beast. I think he should My, have been uh, in our ground rules. Oh, he, he should have been is, in our ground rules. He's. I don't know what I was thinking. Doubting this young no, young but, lad, but so I did doubted I. him. So did I. I doubted him, but the young Marshall. <laughs> Martial law Martial has been matters Martial matters <laughs> Martial matters <laughs> The man is special No he's amazing And you know in the beginning I kept saying guys No let's not get ahead of ourselves Let's not give him but too much But you know what talks. Let's get ahead of ourselves hey Let's just go what? ahead Let's go full out Pomp and ceremony For the young boy who made the Scousers cry. And I, I don't know if you noticed in this game, I found that sometimes he's a bit misunderstood by the players because he's just so magical. Like there was a time where he was he had, he had it all figured out and Depay was supposed to just pass it to him. And Depay decided, you know what, I'm just going to I'm going to go for it. Gonna, and he didn't. It's it's bizarre. I find that Martial and Depay play so well together. They they've do. Been, it was just that one time well. where it was a little... And it looks like Martial's actually come up and he's sort of... Overshadowed Depay Definitely Depay's brilliance Which is still to yeah. shine And still to come through But I don't get it And it's also this thing Where he He always ends up with the ball He's got that luck Where yeah. he always ends up with the ball But also another thing Juan Mata Juan Mata has <laughs> I don't As much as we don't, United fans Are having problems With Juan Mata Playing out on the right But he, he comes up With the bad. goods Every single I know. time And it hurts me to celebrate Because I don't know I've got a thing I've got a, Mata. Exactly. I don't know what it as is As Durak Jesus said He's got the upper body strength Of a wet diaper <laughs> Of a soiled diaper <laughs> At times but Good he head. has come in and he's, he has played brilliantly. He's doing what needs to be done. Oh, but it, it was Sunderland anyways. The Geordies are bottom of the log and they are completely crap. And I think Dick Advocate should have just retired mm. end of last season. As his wife asked him. His wife asked him, please retire. But he didn't. And now and this now is look. what... And she's probably telling about told you so. Listen, yeah. there's a there's a, a message on our WeChat ID for you. It says, Theo, who is the better signing, Martial or Kevin De Bruyne? And that's from Sally. Ooh, Sally, Sally, Sally. Let's just that's say, a tough one, right? I wouldn't. I would say with my bias, 
Martial has been a better signing because yeah. the impact he's had. I think but so then you look at Kevin De Bruyne. That's he's played at at City. We'll get to City Maybe now, it's but too soon. It's too soon. Maybe but De Bruyne has scored. I'm not one one. He's scored two goals now. I think two two goals, there. three goals, and uh, he's. He's been brilliant, but he hasn't shone in that game. I mean, look at Martial's goal against Liverpool. You look at what he's done at Southampton United winning 3-2. You have to give the young 19-year-old prodigious talent. Some credit. Everything is on his shoulders. We all doubted him. And the young boy has come through and he's done good. He has led the team to every single yes, to the position that we at. But De Bruyne is, you know, De Bruyne, the, the, you know, we have to see what happens to, yeah. with De Bruyne. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Should we move on? Are we done jizzing over United? I think we are. Okay, I think we're good. Uh, Southampton. Let's talk about Sunderland, actually. What What did you think of their performance? The Black Cats are shit. Really? They are Is completely crap. And, uh, are they still dwelling in the basement? They are in the basement. And I think when you bring Stephen Fletcher on for anyone in any football game, whether it's a Sunday kickabout, whether it's a, it's a, it's a semi-pro five-a-sided discovery, you cannot tell me you're going to win anything yeah. with him in there. But, I mean, they've made a good, a few good signings, you know, Mvia in midfield. But it hasn't really shown you. He's not... I just don't see what's going... I don't know what's going on. And I think this is their season to get relegated. This is their... I mean, their their brother Geordie's Newcastle are also in in the doldrums. But, yeah, it looks like it's tough for Sunderland. Okay, Southampton 3, Swansea 1. How? What's going on with Swansea? I was always like, no, Swansea are that team that is underestimated and then they come out and do magic, but not Do you look at it? Swansea... Where that team that yeah. everyone was looking at, Gary Monk was playing this fantastic football, and all the big teams were you know, actually worried. And guys were losing. Yeah, yeah, United was losing at at uh, at the Liberty. Yeah, and Gary Monk's tactics, you know, outplayed Van Gaal's by a mile away. But then you look at how on earth are they still? What's going on? Mm. And I think maybe this is what you know. I think Moreno was playing on the left. You know, they're bombing down there. He was who tore Ivanovic apart. Another yeah. one, <laughs> and he just hasn't played well. Gomez is you know he's not playing to the form that he's shown in the mm. last four or five games. Mm. And IU is also not gelling with, you know, up front and uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. It's not working. But I think it's just a matter of time. I was going to ask, do you think they just need time to to figure out each other's style? It's Southampton. I mean, Pele back on the score sheet. You know, Southampton look like a decent side. Sadie Mane on the right. I didn't didn't watch that game. So Southampton... Decent. The I st- you know, like I saw highlights and I read reviews over mm. what what they were actually saying. They said Southampton were dominant. They played well, and at home this season, Southampton are going to take some beating. Okay, Stoke City two, Bournemouth one. Oh, the young Callum Wilson. That's the biggest problem. Callum Wilson is out for six months. Yes, every, every is, one of you oh. who haven't in your cha- in your fantasy league side, the young boy who's <laughs> been scoring for the last four or five games is out for six months. What injury was it? It's an ACL. His cruciate oh. ligament is gone. And this is, it's terrible news for Bournemouth. We look yeah. like, you know, him and Matt Ritchie in, in midfield, they looked like they were going for it and they were going to, you know, one of those teams that's come up from the championship mm. and they're going to hit the premiership by storm. But I, I don't know what's going to happen yeah, now. That is not good news. And so Stoke early City in the finally winning a game. Finally, finally. They finally come out. The door. I mean, with all this money they've spent and wait for it. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Stoke are in the market and they are looking to bring in Ronaldinho. Yes, you what? heard it. No. Ronaldinho Gaucho is possibly going to make a move as a free agent. Are you serious? To Stoke. Mm. To Stoke City. So it's going to be shocking. <laughs> but I want, I want to know what you think of this. Though. I think it's the most bizarre thing. I don't know if I'm living in a it's twilight so world. Random. Is it? Uh, can you believe the once great AC Milan Barcelona playing? <laughs> The guy who has made, who made, who makes you, you know, he makes you want to go out and 
play football and try those ridiculous tricks that you probably fall over the ball trying to do on a Sunday. He is going to go and play for the Potters. But I don't understand. Is he strapped for cash? Like, what could I it be? I don't know. Supposedly, <laughs> he left uh, He left his, the team he was playing in Brazil uh. after only, I think, eight appearances. And he doesn't seem to be happy. He doesn't seem to be happy. And I think it's a money thing. I think he wants to come back to the to Europe. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he's looking for a big payday. And Stoke and English football, as we said, the TV revenues are ridiculous. And everyone wants to come to England. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. That should be interesting, but that will probably only be in Jan, right? I think I think free agents are still allowed to move. Oh, I'm not really? mistaken, because he's, he's he's he doesn't have a club, so okay. he could sign. Yeah, it says that they terminated his contract. Yeah, no. um, he's Mutual 35. Consent. It's Ronaldinho. He could uh, be 40 years old, and he apparently he, the man would make Stephen <laughs> Island look like a 12 year old child. I don't know. I still want. I want to see this. And they say that he's only. Uh, he started in nine games only. Mm, only nine games, yeah. And he didn't score. Did he? There was no assist. Are you sure? Are you guys, sure? I feel like it's not the Ronaldinho. This is the know. real Ronaldinho. Nah. The man who was once World Player of the Year. Don't worry. Oh, this should be interesting. I'll get a Stoke City shirt if Ronaldinho comes. Are you being serious? I right swear now? to God. I swear to God, I will get one. Okay. Um, West Ham and Norwich was a two-all draw. I mean, I think if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, West Ham were were two 0 down to Norwich, and they Are you were kidding they me? were two 0 down, and they come in there. I think Kuyate scored in the 92nd minute to equalise, and Paye once again coming in. And I think West Ham this season at Upton Park. I don't know. They've you know they seem like they know what they're doing when yeah. they go out and play away. Then at home they sort of. I don't know they so into wait, the false so the Norwich, the Norwich goals came right at the end of the game. Like no, no, the 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 Norwich goals came up front, if oh, I'm not so, mistaken. So and West then West Ham, Ham equalized. I know oh. Piate, I think, got the goal right at the end, but I just don't see how you know the Hammers are gonna. Mm. They, they can't keep on losing at home. I mean, they got beaten four three by Bournemouth, and now you look at it. They are, you know, what's the Callum Wilson scored a hat trick against them actually. Yes, yes. And you know, Stavon Bilic has to do something about their f- home form. Okay, there's a message here from Sonia Doe, and she says, "Guys, I just googled Ivanovic's butt, and it's quite impressive." <laughs> I don't know if impressive is the word we're going to use, Sonia. I don't know. It's majestic. It's, it's something. It's it's a. <laughs> <laughs> it should be one of the world's eight, seven great wonders. It should. It should it really be after should. Victoria Falls, Ivanovich's ass. Gluten. Should, should be right gluten, there. What they call gluten? Gluten. Glutes? Glutes. Just glutes, I think. Gluten yeah. butt? Or whatever it is. Someone tell us, what is it? We don't know the anatomy yeah. of uh, the human body as well as probably our fans do, but please tell us. We're just here for the football. We're just here for the football and the. The free, what's, Super M's? Yeah, the free Super M's. <laughs> Thank you very much. Professor. I came hungry because, you know, Super M, summer body. Summer body. So you're filling your body up with Super M's. <laughs> the only way to do this thing. <laughs> Gotta commit. Um, okay, Newcastle and Chelsea. Oh, God, Chelsea. Another Jeez, tool. Eh? tool well, what's going on? What's at the, happening? You, I saw, I mean, this is another Newcastle 2-0 up. You know, they're playing at home. Mm. The Gallagher end is, is chanting. The fans, the Geordie fans, as they are there, yeah. in rapture, when they were 2 0 up against the champions. Steve McLaren was in heaven. And then all of a sudden, it went wrong somewhere. What went, what, what happened? Do you know, I just, they, you know, they should have actually gone, gone, you know, should have been 3 0 ahead. They really? had a number of missed chances. So Chelsea were that bad? Were, I don't know what is wrong what with you think Chelsea. The problem is, are they missing Petacek? Could that be it? Not I mean, a check. It, I mean, I, I think it's maybe not big. I mean, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't be letting in as many goals. 
I just I don't know I just don't know What's going on There's something wrong With the club There's something And I think this whole Eva Camineros Kam- Kam- <laughs> signing That's also I, I mean, don't know not what signing, she did Her firing <laughs> I don't know what she did Has had an effect I, And apparently Jose has just admitted now His exact words are I do not understand What's happening yeah. <laughs> I mean well, Neither do we He's calling John Terry His right hand one week And then the next thing He's not starting him He starts Zuma yeah. and Cahill I think that he can't even be You know Arrogant in press conferences anymore Because nah. it's just a mess We can see right through it And he even says He's, he's very concerned um, And you look at it You know the, the goals that Newcastle conceded though The one was a complete mm-hmm. Thunder bastard A complete rocket From the young Brazilian With Kenyan origin Fun fact uh-huh. He knocked it From 30 yards in It was 2-1 And then Willian with another Free kick like he scored Last night Went to the back Of the net And he It was a, it was a fight back But at St. James's Park Fun fact Mourinho supposedly Has not won there I think since he's Come back as manager really? At Newcastle um, um, at St. James's Park as uh-huh. Chelsea manager. Uh-huh. And he struggles to win there. He struggles. Last season, if you remember, they lost their first game there when they were on this, on the run like City were having now. Mm. And they, they, you know, they had a, a big problem with winning. We have, they have a big problem. I think it's a mental block, if anything, yeah. they're playing there. Do you, do you think that, um, had Chelsea not had such a strong history with Mourinho that he would have been out? You know what? I think so. You know, I don't, I think the jury is out. If Mourinho doesn't make, I mean, he could still go. If he doesn't, if he makes fourth spot this season, after the season they've had before, yeah, it could still be a wrap. I, I think Abramovich. Abramovich is going to have his way, and he's going to ask yeah. for uh, Jurgen Klopp or you know, Jurgen Klopp's not a he's not a Chelsea man, but I think if anyone I'd put in there, it'd be probably Ancelotti, but he was there already and he got fired. Yeah, that's so, it's just I don't crazy. Know. Um, and you know the big, before the season started, everybody had pipped them to be yeah to be champions again. Yeah. Chelsea or City, but listen, it's it is not so. How you know what Chelsea fans get on get, get on to yeah. tell us what's tell us going what on. I think the problem is tell at us football show CC football oh. with the PH because as Mourinho says, we don't I don't understand what's happening. Neither do we. Is Mourinho's special effect? Is this special one? Is he is he is, uh, he, is it he's fading? No, he's no longer the special one, man. He's is he washed? Is Mourinho washed? Is Mourinho washed? <laughs> he might as well be. I Hashtag Mourinho I washed. Just direct Jesus isn't here, so we could go. Go. <laughs> I'm sure he's going nuts everywhere, whenever, wherever he's listening to mm. this. Okay. Um. Watford nil. Crystal Palace one. Oh. Is there anything to say about that one? It was a very dull game. I saw this. It was a, those late Sunday games that no one. Yeah, it a was a terror. I mean, Johan Kabaya going in there, you know, winning the game one 0 I guess yeah. the Watford side who actually played decently. Etienne Kapui. You know, playing for Watford, he was, you know, decent. Igahalo up front. Mm. And I thought, you know, he'd been, Igahalo, I think he has scored in the last four games. And, uh, we were looking at him scoring again and he doesn't, he didn't seem to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's going to be a tough, tough, tough time for them. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can come and, you know, surprise everyone. Yeah. They can and, surprise uh, anyone. stay up know. the season. You never know. Yeah. It's football. Okay. And then lastly in the EPL, I don't know if we care about this. West Brom 2, Everton 3. What did you think of yeah, that? Supposedly, you know, I, I actually went to bed when it was 1 0. It was 1 0 to, to so West we Brom. Sidi Berahino. And then all of a sudden, Lukaku comes in with a brace and they score and they, they you know, they went on to win it. And I think Everton are just reaching their peak. There's a young Zimbabwean lad. Mm. Young Zimbabwean. His name is Jason Zibusiso Galloway. He's replaced Leighton Baines, who's out injured, mm-hmm. on the left as a left wing. And he has played exceptionally. So if Baines comes back, it could if actually Baines be Baines comes to get back, the young Zimbabwean, born and bred in And Bilo you're not Royal. being biased here. I'm not being biased okay. at all. I just think, you know, all Zimbabwean people are amazing. 
But the, right. the young guy has been he was brilliant and he deserves all the you know all the respect and all he's like I think twenty one this year mm. and he's he's replaced Baines and they've been playing well. Okay, let's talk about uh, the Champions League games yesterday. I don't know if you caught any of them. Arsenal though. Can we can we have Arsenal fans? Arsenal, Arsenal and Olympia, fans, of all of what you. happened? Can we say can we ask you what's happening? So Olympiacos scored. Theo Walcott um, equalized. Yeah. And just literally seconds, <laughs> yeah. literally while he was doing his celebration, pretty much, Olympiacos took the lead. I, I, I mean, they, <sighs> I just don't, even Alexis Sanchez goes in and scores. And you think to yourself, what? You know, this is it. Arsenal yeah. are, this is, they're going to romp to mm, a win. Mm. And then Ospina drops. Ospina a messed up. Did you see Petrashek's face? You wonder, first of all, why, you, why did you drop him? And this is what I think <laughs> is. A problem with a, a lot of English teams, maybe it's maybe a naivety within the, within Europe. You know, not all all English teams, but perhaps mm-hmm. at home they've looked at it and like you know, Olympiacos have tried twelve. This is their eleventh time, yeah. their twelfth time playing in the Champions League to English times uh, sides, and they w- had lost eleven times before this. You know, and Esteban Cambiasa, we, who we saw last season at Leicester City, was playing, had an immaculate game. He was yeah. amazing, and Arsenal. Ospina dropped the ball. It was ridiculous. Even the two losses out of two, and the next two games. Guess what, Arsenal fans? If you're listening to this, <laughs> close your ears. Stop listening. It is Bayern Munich <laughs> and Bayern Munich with a man oh, like Lewandowski man. who scored ten goals in three games. I can't wait. And he is on fire. This is going to be mm. so much fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Um, let's see. Sonia Dosi is to Chelsea buy any players for this season. They were actually very quiet in the they transfer were, market. They, 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 I mean, they brought the young kid Kennedy mm. in, mm. and you know they they weren't. They, yeah, they, they, they were went, quiet. They brought Babarachman in as well. But I mean, you look at their squad. They really don't need that many more, you know, players that are. I mean, mm. they've already got everyone. They've got Falcao, they, who they brought in as well. And you don't see the them. squad that they it's have quality. shouldn't be. It's, qu- shouldn't be it's a complete squad. Okay, and then saying with Chelsea, they also had a. <laughs> they oh, also lost in the Champions League. Another, uh, you know, I want to talk Porto. about this one kid, Imbula, Gianelli Imbula, in who was playing in midfield, mm-hmm. and the young god, the young lord, Congolese-born, Belgian brought up. Africans he are doing it for themselves. Incredible, eh? incredible, incredible game. He yeah. was phenomenal. And he made, he went through three players, then Matic and Ramirez made them look like idiots. And he had one of the best games I've ever seen a, a midfielder play. And he deserves a lot of shout out. And at Marseille, he was supposedly one of the best players in yeah. under Bielsa's reign. And he's gone to Porto. He didn't have a great start, but yesterday, wow. Wow. He's a young prince. Okay. And, uh, you know, it looks like we've got our Italian chorus, you know, our Italian correspondent, young we Richard do. Hall. We have uh, Richard Hall on the line. And just to give you some background, Richard is an Italian football writer. He's a BT sports panelist and he's also contributed to The Guardian, Football Italia, Daily Mail. And he's also created Gentleman Ultra, which we're going to talk about. Hello, Richard. Hello. How are you doing, guys? You we, okay? We're good. Hey, How Richard, are you? How are you? Excellent. Not bad at all, thank you. Not bad at all. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you for taking time out to chat to us. How's no problem at all. Okay, tell us a little bit about yourself. How does um, an English person end up loving Calico? Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, um, really, uh, short version is Italian 90, really. I was 10 years old at the time, and, um, and there's hardly any English football on, mm. uh, on television during that time. Uh, Sky hadn't kicked into gear yet. And um, they ran a football show called uh, Football Italia. 
which the website still exists from, and the interest stayed from there. And I've been going out to Italy to watch games and since about early 2000s, and um, the writing's carried on from there. So it's been a... Wow. I never, I never switched to the Premier League. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> quite interesting, you know. I, I always, I mean, you know, you look at guys like Sid Lowe, who who's in, who's infatuated, you know, completely by you know Spanish football, and yourself, who you know, culture is part. You know, you are part and part of of the culture. You know, I guess culture and you know the football aspect of it. And what is it about Italian football that you that you got to love so much? And uh, what is it that you've you know become you know besotted by Italian football? By I think. It's changed over time in some respects. Um, back in the in the early nineties, I mean, everybody was everybody was was playing in Italy. You know, I grew up watching um, the Milan teams and the Inter with uh, people like Lothar Matthias and Jürgen Klinsmann, um, Andres Bremer, and then Milan, of course, had Hullet, Rijkaard, Van Basten. So mm. all the best players were were out there, and, um, and and nostalgia of that era is still something that resonates quite deeply with me, and, and we do on on the site. Um, now, I'd say the one thing that really is key to Italian football is the atmosphere. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of problems with Italian football, but um, can, sometimes you go out there and, and the stadiums may not be 100% full, but the atmosphere is so fantastic and the, just the whole culture of the, the, the place. It's not sanitized. Um, it's not yeah. perfect by a long shot, but it's not sanitized. What would you say are some of the stereotypes of Italian football? And its fans in I'm general. Sorry, again? What would you say are some of the stereotypes of Italian football and its fans? The current state. Um, yeah. Well, I think Italian football uh, hit rock bottom at Calcio Folly, uh, probably around about 2006 with the whole mm. event scandal. Um, stadiums were empty, uh, well, getting worse uh, at the time. Obviously, the the ironic thing, if we won the World Cup at that time. Um, it's now resurgent. It's changed what it is. Um, there's more goals in Serie A last season than the Premiership, for instance. So the old ideas of Catanaccio are, are very much dead in, in many respects. So more players are being attracted back to the league. Um, and there's some modernisation in the stadiums. I mean, Juventus are leading the way. Udinese has been well. And Sassuolo in the Maipai Stadium. So there has been development. And I think it's, the attendance is starting to get back on the um, on the rise. It's a long way to go until they complete a real match day experience. And you know, Richard, I, you know, for some of us, you know, growing up, and you know, I mean, I used my dad used to tell me about the you know the eighty nine ninety, you know, that Arrigo Sacchi Milan side. You know, this is probably one of the most exciting sides you know the world has ever seen in European football. And then so people have compared it to Barcelona's. Guardiola side that's gone out who went on to win you know you know bags and bags of trophies and you know is there's always been that star-studded appeal of I guess Milan you know and what Milan represented and Silvio Berlusconi obviously here had a big part of that to do to do with that and now with him leaving and a lot of capital which has left Italian football you look at Morata leaving in uh, the family leaving uh, Inter and you know the Thai businessman coming in to to take that on you know do you think that you know Italian football can't attract the money that it used to and the star factor the wow factor has left Italian football and it's, it's uh, you know culture it, there is not the same as as it used to be in, in the 90s I, I think that's a brilliant question uh, because of two comparisons I was out in Milan last week uh, last weekend um, we interviewed Mancini, amongst others, um, and asked this question because the two models um, of the Milan clubs are very, very different. AC Milan are 
spent a lot of money trying to attract these players like Carlos Bacalusa, Fiano, mm. uh, over the summer. But again, their model still set up in the old Berlusconi way. Yes, the transfer is going over to to, to the um, to Mr. B, um, but that's still taking time. And the club really is in a, has got a long way to go before we can get anywhere back near to those um, Cassian days of the early 90s. Inter's changing shape. Inter has done it a little bit better, in my opinion. Eric has come in, and he's looked at, at the, the good things that are the core values of the club um, and what, what they need to keep the tradition. You can tell that by just the amount of extra players that are around. Mm. Um, even on even on Monday, we, we were there, and um, Giuseppe Bergami is in the stadium with uh, you know with Corsa and all sorts. It's, um, so they keep the core value of it. However, what they've done is there's been a huge Anglo-Americanisation of the club where people like Michael Bollenbroek have come over from Manchester United. Oh, really? A couple of the marketing guys. Yeah, Bollenbroek's over from United. Um, People like Robert Faulkner heading up um, areas in the the media and the press there, which is a huge acquisition as well. They've even nicked some of the marketing guys from Apple. What? Apple? Yeah, yeah. So what they're looking at doing is repositioning the club as a whole. Um, one of the interesting things this season is when Mancini, at the end of last season, um, after 89 players, you could visibly see Piero Stillo, the, the general director, laughing and thinking, no chance. But they worked together with Sassoni, who's now left the club, and over the summer, there's been eight or nine players come in. Uh, uh, that'd be a big, nine a now. big signing. Hugely. You know, and, you know, look at people like Adam Lajic, Stefan Jovic, yeah. um, this, this, you know, even Felipe Melo has been one of the better signings, yeah. but They've done it in a, a very tactical way in the sense that the Coriolis Villa Sports have dubbed it the Inter Formula hmm. in the sense that it works in the parameters that you purchase a player on a loan. Uh, they're, not always, they're not always the best players in the sense of Jovetic uh, was out of the team at, at Man City. Man City yeah. was on the peri- peripheries of Roma. And so these players, you loan for 12 or 24 months with the option to buy and you pay in installments. And this then spreads the payments to, to negate financial fair play. And Inter have done a fantastic job at that. Um, they'll have a lot to do with the, the youth setup and trying to get more youth players in there to try and balance that out over time. But um, they've done it exceptionally well. So, so in, in brief, then, Inter's formula and project looks to be much more far, much further advanced than, um, than AC Milan. And also, when you look at the net spend, um, Inter actually made money this transfer window, unbelievably. Yes. Oh, really? So, yeah, and the net spend was up, uh, whereas Nissan and Milan were well in the red. And so, and brought Bal- think, and brought Balotelli back as well. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Speaking of Balotelli, Richard, what would you say he has done for for Italian football? I, I think what he's well, I think more is do you think that he's done you know more for Italian football than yeah. any young player at exactly, the moment? Yes. And do you do you feel that he's still to reach his peak or has he gone past that? Is is this the end of the Balotelli that we grew to know and love at Inter when he started out? With Mario Balotelli, the, the problem is um, it's as far as he he can go as far as he wants to go. The talent's there. Um, you know, you look at, he obviously feels at home in Milan. Yeah. Um, the game against Genesi recently was, you know, a, a very good game indeed. And, you know, this is a guy who can produce something from nothing. You know, but there's games where, but against Bologna uh, a couple of seasons ago before he left uh, for Liverpool, he was getting elbowed and nudged around. Or, or, so 
first half of the game, and he almost went in the mood. He went in a massive, massive mood. And Milan were down, um, down a goal. Late on, he comes on and he scored a 30, uh, 30 yard screamer because, <laughs> just because he felt like, like it. <laughs> and you think, yeah, and you just think, why can't this guy get his head down and do that? Now, there's a lot. You know, this Milan period will be interesting because he's had to sign um, almost like a list of rules, things he can post on Instagram, even haircuts he can have. <laughs> oh, really? Um, so they've really got, yeah, it's like a code of ethics. So he's really got to behave or he's out. But, I mean, mm. this is Balotelli's, what, fifth, sixth chance? So if, if Balotelli decides to take this on, he could be the best thing that's happened to Italian football in many a year. However, on the evidence, you, you wouldn't definitely. Yeah. And, and do you think Mino Raiola has any, any you know part to do with that? You know, we know how crafty, I guess, he is. In uh, Perhaps, is he the one behind him perhaps asking for a bit more money and things like that? Do you think it's a factor? It could be. Um, you know, he's about to say he looks like he, he comes across as though he's quite easily led in those in those matters, but you do feel that the the personality is probably very easily preyed on because it is sometimes childlike in the mannerisms of the way he acts. So, I mean, without knowing the guy or, you know, you can only speculate, but hopefully, you know, a bit more guidance with the club, and especially with the Sinisi Mihailovic, um, you know, who hopefully yeah. won't let him step out of line at least there's a chance to, to see the best of him. And, and I think yeah. gradually, I mean, compared to the time at Liverpool, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing um, smaller aspects of it, at least. Uh, I saw he's, you know, he scored that free kick, that incredible free kick, uh, you know, last week, if I'm not, not mistaken. Mm. And, and, you know, Richard, uh, yeah. another big aspect for us is that we, you know, we love Italian football and we've we're actually, th- you know, a few friends of mine were in Italy uh, over, the, over the summer last year and they were saying they went uh, they went to... Well, our summer, and they went to watch. Uh, they wanted to watch a game in in Rome, and they went. To, you know, they were told that if they go there, you know, the stadiums they will be preyed upon by the ultras, a number of ultras who. I mean, they and they obviously you know have their own the curva, which maybe you could explain for our listeners what that is. But is that is that family aspect of Italian football? Uh, you know, watching in the stadiums ever going to get there? Is that like? appeal going to ever get there or is it still going to be that uh you know that very dark you know machiavellian sort of you know feeling when it comes to watching italian football live it's it's a really difficult question in some respects because basically on any of the curva um and any of the main teams they're all very very different um the ultras themselves what they actually bring to the game and the choreography um the atmosphere the flares and everything else is spectacular um, and it does bring a, it's a huge part of the Italian uh, the Italian game. Um, the influence they have in the clubs um, is perhaps probably a little too much in some respects. But again, you take if you take for instance, um, it's knowing your subject matter really. And, and if, for instance, if you are um, going away in a European game to watch uh, your team against Roma, then mm-hmm. there are aspects uh, where people will. You know, there have been instances in the past where people have been stabbed, and there's, there's been unfortunate situations. Generally, week on, week out. If you look at, uh, I interviewed a couple of ultras on, on, on Monday um, who, who go and, well, run. And you're alive? You, you, I mean, you, you didn't get any injuries, you didn't get stabbed. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, these, these guys, basically, it's running the business. I mean, the Intercover Nords, one of the safest places you can go, they welcome people uh, getting in touch with them and will almost give them the match day experience. Okay. Um, as crazy as it sounds. There's a lot of English that go out, a lot of Scandinavians that go out there, uh, a lot of Scandinavians actually, 
and it's as safe uh, as safe as you can be. I mean, Inter is the club of you know the international club, and they, they welcome that. Um, they'll help get tickets, and um, and the way it, the way it's run, it's run as a business. So there's almost a di- like a director, if you would. But mm. when I was talking to him, I asked him the question of why. You know, how there are instances still that you know minor ones that will go on, and and their answer to that was, look, you know, we've got seven thousand people in yeah. this cover. We can't physically. The police don't Very go in there. So there's no police in the covert. They can't police everyone in there. You get 7,000 people together from any walk of life. Yeah, and people you are bound to do things. Hostile yeah. idiots. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it does sometimes attract elements of the far right. It might, you know, just in the nature of what it is. But they, that's not something they advocate and it's not something they um, they push. You know, it's you you go on to one of the ultras um, that I interviewed. He's actually a British um, citizen. And, and he's okay. also he moved out there in 2003, and he's also black. And that was something that people wouldn't expect from one of the leading ultras of the Corvan Order Inter. So, you know, it, it depends. There are always situations where you can go and, it, you know, it, it looks like it's, um, it can be a bad move, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but it's knowing the matter, knowing the club, and, um, and just knowing... Oh, I think the best way to put it is this: you just doing a bit of research. For instance, I, I just know where you can and can cannot go, and things and things to and to not do. I guess. Yeah, that, exactly that, exactly that. But on a whole, the experience is—it's like extreme sports. It's scary as hell, but it, you you, you want to go again. Oh, I... you know it's. Um, Oh, it seems yeah. like probably one of the most experience. We've seen the explosive atmospheres at the Derby de la Capital and uh, how incredible that looks. And it's, it's sometimes gives you goosebumps just watching it on TV. And it's one of my, my things on my bucket list to go and see. And we hope, hopefully, Richard, if you are in Italy, we will give you a call and we, you know, hopefully you can show us around the curva <laughs> and we won't get stabbed. And yeah. <laughs> you can give us Maybe a match day experience. you can tell us which, which routes to take yeah, to avoid getting stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happily, happily. And if uh, say another, another one, the Derby della Madonnina in Milan, if you ever want to go to that, and um, uh, I'll, I'll happily show you around and uh, introduce oh. you to quite a few people at, at the club because it's uh, it's a brilliant experience and it's uh, it is. Just as good as it looks on the side of the All right, oh. thank you so much, Richard. Richard, thank you so absolute much. Absolute pleasure talking to you, and we're definitely going to give you a call uh, you. in future shows. Thank you, Richard. Cheers, Rich. Cheers. Thank you very much, Bye. guys. Cheers. Cheers. That Bye. was Bye. Richard Hall. That was Richard Hall, an Italian football writer and BT Sports panelist. We're going to be right back after a short break. This is CliffCentral.com. Our clients are the lifeblood of our business, and keeping their data safe is critical. I'm worried that client data in the wrong hands could cost us. With MTN Business Cloud powered by Microsoft Technology, your data is secured in world-class data centers based in South Africa. It's always available, backed up, and complies with South African laws, ensuring that you and your clients are always protected. With a footprint covering 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about a cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. The Football Show. It's a philosophy on cliffcentral.com. And we're back. We're going to be chatting to Comrade Question via Skype in a little bit. He's got a bit of a gripe with Theo Mojo. He says we do not care about Italian what football. What are you talking about? And why did we go on so long about Italian football? I did not know what was going on. We, I don't. 
Italian football is the bedrock of Please European football. Please tweet us football. at Football Thank Show CC and tell us if you give a damn about Italian football. The purists love Italian football and they love what I is was done chilling in studio drinking my Super M. Oh, come on. Without Berlusconi, without Italian football, <laughs> the Champions League would have taken another 10 to 15 years to come about. Comrade Question's going to have a lot to Ooh. say to you when mm, we get him on mm, Skype. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's quickly, before we get him, let's quickly talk about uh, tonight's um, Champions League matches. And I'm particularly interested in United and Wolfsburg. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game, I think, and mm. I think it's gonna be an, an all-out attacking United side yeah. looking to get their first win, and I hopefully, hopefully, the young prince of Monaco, the young Martial, will lay down the law. Lay down the law again. <laughs> he will come up, he'll come up, keep, trumps again. He'll just keep doing what he does. Yeah, and I think uh, another big game that we're gonna be looking mm-hmm. at is gonna be the Man City versus Bo- Borussia Mönchengladbach. And uh, hopefully they're going to get off the mark as well. And maybe English teams cannot disappoint us. Maybe maybe you could try. Maybe you could try and not make us sad. Except if you're Arsenal and except, Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> except those guys. We've already can, given up on it's that. Okay. It's over. Okay. And uh, Atletico Madrid, uh, you know, we're looking at them going forward. And then Fernando Torres is looking at the Atletico Madrid prospect. have been pretty impressive, I must say. Yeah, I, I, think. I think for me, my favorite player, as I said a, f- mm. a few months ago, in Europe last season was Antoine Griezmann. Mm. Antoine Griezmann. You know, he's come, he's got that Spanish flair with that French pragmatic, you know, football style. Yeah. And he's now playing behind uh, Torres and he's scoring goals and assisting like it's no man's business. I think he's going to be one of the great players in the next two to three years. Okay, we'll take a look um, at those games tonight and see. How they go. Before we get into that Skype with comment question, let's talk a little bit about the news that's been coming in. Jack Warner has been banned for life from football activities. I mean, it's, it's I mean, it this, was bound to happen. This man. <laughs> He's been ridiculous. This, this man should not be any near any, <laughs> near any, any football fields, in fact. Even, or even like a camera or a microphone. Microphones. <laughs> he, should, he shouldn't even be allowed to have FIFA 16. That's how... <laughs> Corrupt and disgusting of a <laughs> man this a ret- guy is. It took long enough. He should have been banned a long time ago. I'm surprised. You know, I, I just think of Jack Warner having this like underground lair in his house mm. that has this like uh, Breaking Bad type. If you've watched Breaking Bad, that, that massive mountain of cash. And he goes on there every morning <laughs> before he goes to work and lies and on it and just feels its warmth. Yeah. Like and you do, Theo. I think I probably would do the same thing. <laughs> I'd probably do that to go, you know. Why not? Just to start off your day. <laughs> okay, and then, you know, we always go on, we go on about how CR7 is better than Messi. We've got more evidence. Mm. Um, Messi's charity has been is under investigation for fronting drug cartel further investigations into allegations that Leo Messi also committed tax crimes. So there's tax the allegations. crimes. allegations. I mean, I don't know. When does he get a chance who's, to train and play football? Who's worse? I mean, is it Pablo Escobar or is it the people Messi. fronting for uh, on behalf of Pablo Escobar? You know, it's so Messi wait, let me get is this a criminal. Straight. Let me get this straight. So he has a charity and now to, they're to, saying to, that it's a drug cartel. It is a it is a front for a drug cartel. So now listen to this. They're saying that all these games that Messi has been, you know, these exhibition games yeah. and all this nonsense, that he has gone. First of all, there are tax crimes he has broke uh, he has committed for you know whilst holding you know these games yeah secondly it is seen that he was actually fronting for these drug cartels i don't know is the sinaloa cartel is it 
El Chapo Guzman, who's just escaped from Mexico. I don't know. Is he at? Uh, is he actually living in Messi's house in Barcelona? What is happening? When I call wow. on the FBI to go investigate. Someone needs to do something about Messi. Honestly, he's, he's honestly, com- he's complete trash. I mean, okay, and then um. On another note, CR7's new documentary is absolutely amazing. Oh. There are some people saying that it's an ego, f- an ego field. It was like an ego field, but it was a balloon full of Cristiano. I think it amazingness. was that thing gave me goosebumps. I Ooh. felt feel. Universal Studios has 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 done amazing. It was amazing. Do we have comrade question uh, on, on on the line on the Skype line? Hello, hello, comrade Mr. question. Mister question. Hello, hello. Is he not there? Okay, mm. we'll try again a little bit later. Okay, I want to talk. I want to um, divert a little bit away from football because this, this was one of the the biggest news happening um, this week. Trevor Noah, Ooh. what did you guys? What did you think of his debut? Do you know what? I haven't actually seen the the Trevor Noah. It was amazing. I've, I've actually kept it for tonight, but yeah. everyone I've talked to it was says incredible. It was mind blowing. And I kept waiting to see if he looked nervous or you know his hands were shaking. He was so calm and collected. It was He's, wow. You know, was he was he like the the like you expected it to be? Was it something? Or did yeah. he blow your mind? Did he, he blow? He was, did he blow? Considering your mind? where he comes from, who he is, and how, <laughs> and and the fact that here is Trevor Noah hosting the Daily Show, he blew my mind. Really, he really blew my mind. I'm, I can't wait for it. And no, I, I just hope that he carries on in the same. You know, Americans can be can be. You know what's the word dicks? Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Can be, for. That's the that's the word I've been searching for, <laughs> and I think with with a South African doing it. It's gonna give us that that give it that little bit of yeah. flair. And also, like if you if you look at the, if you watch the show later, you'll see like he pokes fun at Americans. Really? Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He pokes Ooh. fun at Americans. Um, and then another th- is is comedy question on the line now. Okay, then another thing I want to talk about. I don't know if you heard another big story was that some man in I think it was Louisiana, he shot his dick. With a what? With a gun. <laughs> with a gun. What? Purposely? Was he? <laughs> he was. Apparently, he was in a shop getting an illegal gun. You know those gun shops that are everywhere in America. Um, I don't know what they're called. And yeah. he was testing out one of the pistols, and it went off, and it shot his his penis. <laughs> and then, but here's the so thing. So he has no penis anyway. But like no, no. Here's disintegrated the thing. Maybe disintegrated, pieces. I think. But then here's the thing. So now he's ashamed or whatever and doesn't want to take the blame. And he spins the police a story about some black man who shot him oh, in the dick. Oh, God. But then obviously there were witnesses at the <laughs> gun place and they were like, bullshit, that didn't happen. And and you and you this guy has, is blaming black people for his lack of penis. That's exactly. not happened. But then a few weeks ago, apparently in America, I'm not sure which place it was, a man shot his balls off. Okay, this is, <laughs> this sounds like a, an American. This is the kind of things Trevor Noah has Isn't to deal with. Is it a new trend? Is this like a, that's what yeah. Trevor Noah is going to be telling us? Is it a new trend Maybe. in America? To Maybe shoot it's like some off? BDSM. Sort of thing You never you know, know. That you, Only I don't know Only Americans from the south <laughs> Are practicing If anyone knows more About this information Let us know Please tell us And what would you do If you shot your penis off With yeah. a 9 gauge shotgun You would You would just not have a penis I Probably, guess Probably But then can't they re- They can I, I saw the Indian guy The Indian guy Who they They replace his penis Oh yes do you that remember happens. that guy You can get a penis yes. transplant You can get it from Like you use your butt muscles Or what? whatever it is Yes So Ivanovich Can basically Is like Ivanovich can donate like, like 30 penises It's like a farm For penises Okay Okay we finally have Comrade question on the line Comrade question Can you fucking hear me Fuck. Yes Why are you swearing Hey Jesus. hey Calm down Fuck. Okay so let's First of all I want to talk to you About two things Theo's Yeah 35,000 minute conversation about Serie A that we don't care about. Do we even love Serie A? No, Who doesn't we don't. love Serie A? Who we doesn't don't. not love 
culture of football. You have no idea how many oh times God. I was trying to tell that him is... to wrap up that conversation and you just kept going. Oh. Your mother's going to disown you. Who loves Serie A that much, bruh? I love Serie A. And if it wasn't for Berlusconi, the Champions League would only have been a concept about 15 years ago. Uh, if it wasn't he for brought David things Dean, together. David Dean would have made the Champions it, he, League a reality. You see, this is speculation. We are going we on should also fact. recognize his contribution. We are going on fact on that Berlusconi, his harem of women, and his, comp- his orgies with Colonel Gaddafi. Are the reason we have the Champions League today. Thank you, Berlusconi. What? Okay. You, 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 you've never had an orgy? Never. Okay. That's the one uh, thing I have never done. Oh, that's the one thing. So you've done everything else. Okay, no, no, no. Wait. And, <laughs> you said that's and, the one thing and, I've never and done. And done a number two in a public toilet. I will never really? do that. Not even if Why? I. Even if it is I just did. I just had a number two in a public toilet right now. You gotta do what you gotta do, comrade Christian. I mean, honestly. I'm sorry. Exactly. It's, unless they have those nice little squirty things on the side of the toilet, it's it's not like happening. a bidet. He, not a bidet. The squirty the hand thing sanitizer that thing. That that put, yeah. Okay. And then we also like want a, to talk to you. Like, like a squirty vagina. Okay. No. No. Okay. no. You know we were that's, doing so well. Theo and I were keeping kinda, things clean. Kind of dirty. Like a squirty uh, vagina. Let's talk about no. Um, no. Arsenal. Okay. We right. just want to know. Give us your it, views on the on the gunners. Yeah. Man. Give us what you want. Venga is washed. Is he washed? Venga is washed. Is that the final word? He's, you know, you can only blame the players to a certain extent. I mean, I've been watching Arsenal for, I think, like 16 years now. Mm-hmm. And you get to a certain point where certain mistakes being repeated is endemic and symptomatic of a manager's failures. And this is what we have with Arsene Wenger. Okay, and then Os- Ospina? He is... <laughs> Oh my God, he is. Are you okay? Like, there? Are you okay? But wait, you know, you know, Walter Chesney like also made a. You know, he he fucked you know, like it up when, yesterday when, as well. For when, for when you take a dump, oh my God, you know, in a public no, no, toilet. No, no, no. That is and, that is okay. And and like that little one, the the last little one that that's refusing is... to come out, and then fi- but but oh, you think it's I worth something. I don't think something. we should have skyped the comment question. You think it's worth something, and then it finally comes out. I think you need to see a doctor. Unsatisfying little shit you've ever seen in your life. I think you are you are extremely constipated, and you just compared. Was being it to a little shit. Yeah, so you you're basically comparing your goalkeepers to having a, b- a bout of constipation basically. in a public toilet. It's not even constipation, it's just refusal to come out. Yeah. Okay. okay, all right, we're going to wrap this up with you because it's actually time for us to go. Thank you, comrade question. We hope you will grace us with I'm your here. presence I'm, next I'm, week. I'm not going anywhere. No, we're done. <laughs> and just try to show up next week, okay? No, guys, I had actually, to Actually, uh, don't help shop. A Theo and I are fine together, actually. Don't <laughs> you? I had to help a stripper with some real life problems. Did you have to help her with Oh, you're so charitable. With the GCSEs or A levels? Or... No, no, no. Um, we're actually doing a case against uh, her employers for medical aid. Really? What? Yeah. You're yeah. such really? a good person. Do strippers yeah, get medical aid like at work? We get medical aid at work. Does it get off deducted off your, your pay? Maybe. No, it, strippers it should, get paid really? in cash. So you have to okay. Yeah, but they they don't have medical aid benefits. That's oh, true. wow! You're an yeah. amazing and dental. Person. They don't have dental. So well. we're trying to do like a class action for strippers to get what? medical aid benefits. You're such a well done. okay. Listen, you, kind of you have to tell things. us more about this yeah. next week. Honestly, we need an yeah. update. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you, comrade yeah. Christian. See you next week. I'm here. Yeah. But we're done. <laughs> Let's be done together. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Cheers, Remember, guys. Thanks for joining. All boobs matter. Be kind to strippers, Amen. like, comment, question. And, and may the swag be always be with you. Goodbye. Cheers. The Football Show. It's a philosophy on cliffcentral.com.